0: irreverent, entertaining, cool.
1: You're
2: listening to L.A. Talk Radio.
0: Max and friends. He says what he wants. Ain't holding nothing back. Got the. Some-
3: LA Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Sunday night and another day of Max and Friends. Now, why do I say another day? Well, because we are now everywhere podcasts are heard on every single platform. So you could say, hey, Google, play Max and Friends podcast and you'll get it. So I have to kind of like segue out of saying Sunday because for 12 years, that's what I've been doing. So for the last 12 years, if you're just joining us for the first time, Where have you been? We've been here giving you conscious conversation and just shows that I think will really open up your heart space, your mind space, your soul space, your being, and just give you stuff that maybe you never heard about before. So we're here on Max and Friends every Sunday night and now basically every single day thanks to all the podcast platforms. You know, for years I didn't wanna say I had a podcast, but now I guess it's the hashtag trend. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Max Tucci and you could also follow me, On Instagram, at Max Tucci Radio. We'll get into that long story another time. But you know what? How are you first and foremost? But really, how are you? Think about those words. Tweet me, DM me, email me, whatever you need to do, because I want to know how you really are. You know, we're, we're all going through life together. And no matter what the circumstance is around us, we're going through it. And that's the beauty of life. You know, I always say, if you're going through hell, don't stop. So if you're going through a hell moment right now, don't stop. Keep going. Your life has purpose. Do you believe your life has purpose? Well, tonight we're going to talk about it with our guest, Herman Sue, who's going to join us in just a moment, because there's a book called The Hero in You, Every Drop Counts. And as you know, throughout the years, with all of our Oprah Super Soul 100ers, from Gordana Birnat to Panache Desai to my personal Max Motivators, Valerie Love and Mahjaya and Ash Ruiz, we talk about this often here. So I really want you to celebrate who you are and give yourself permission and allowance to be the hero that you are. So before we get into what I want you to take into this week, I want you to take into this moment my guest, Herman Sue. Now, let me tell you about him because I was searching through the other day and no experience is ever wasted. (laughs) And what I know for sure is that where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. And at that moment in time, I believe I was on Instagram or Facebook or one of those social media platforms, and I came across Herman. And Herman Sue is a sixth generation Shaolin Temple descendant who has undergone rigorous training to harness many of his gifts, including reading people's souls. Have you had your soul read? Hashtag question mark. <laughs> I feel like when I speak sometimes, I have to say question mark because I feel like I'm talking to my phone. But Herman is an oracle high-performance mentor, and world-renowned speaker and author who gives life-changing experience to people all around the world and helps them unlock their true purpose. He sees your hidden blockages and gives you a blueprint to accomplish your soul's aspiration and be limitless in life. So tonight's show is We Hear You, We See You, You Matter. The hero in you is about to really blossom. So welcome to the show, Herman Sue. Welcome to Max and Friends. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Max. It's my pleasure. The first time you're a friend, the second time you're family. So I already know I'm going to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the show. So before we get started, let's get to the genesis of Herman. Not in the essence of who are you, but why are you here?
2: So. We got the name of the book because that's what my Chinese name means. So it actually means hero. So when I was growing up, my grandparents gave me this name because they wanted someone in my family to live up to the high standards. They wanted to make sure that those standards were always met. And they said, what name could we possibly come up with? And so that's how I got my Chinese name. And so that's why the name of the book is is titled The Hero in You. Because every single person has one locked inside, but the difference is no one's showing us how. And so I've dedicated my entire life to unlock that within each and every person so that that hero can come out and so we can live our best life.
3: Absolutely. Now, when you say locked, is everyone's locked or are people born with it already unlocked?
2: So everyone has it locked. So when you come into this new life and you're born brand new again, you don't remember what happened in the past life. You don't remember what you liked and didn't like before. You don't know what you're going to like in the future. It's, it's all new. It's, all, it's a whole new experience. And so for us. It is locked because we have to go on this discovery called life and this journey to discover who we are, right? And then once we start to discover more and more of who we are, then we see how we relate to others, right? And then once we see how we relate to others, then we see what can we do to bring others up? What can we do to bring uh, their life and improve their impact and quality of life? And so we go like this. If we want to find out how we gain the highest form of consciousness, Max, we are asked two questions. Did we help others find joy? And did we find joy? But if we are only focused on us finding our joy, then we miss the point. The whole point of it is you have to help and raise others first before we truly know what it is to find ours. And that's why when we raise others, we raise ourselves. And if we get that twisted and and reversed, that's when we start to lose our way and lose our path.
3: Mm. You know, I love it because Oprah once told me a long time ago, together we rise. And it's always been part of my mantra in life where together we do rise and it's so much more fun when we do things together, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I really there's a joy to life that I really want people to experience right now, regardless of what the situation around us all is. We all have purpose. We all have a heart virtue and we all have a reason
2: to be here. Would you believe in that? And do you believe in that? Of course, definitely. It's just we have to get rid of all the interference and all the distractions so we can get to the core source of what that purpose actually is.
3: Okay, so we're going to talk about the core source of what that actually is. And in the meantime, you know, I was thinking about this earlier and purpose and belief. We all have a purpose. But for some of us who don't understand what our purpose is or our heart virtue is, how do we get to know that about ourselves first?
2: Well, you have to have a beginning. And so when we talk about beginning, the first thing Herman learned and the first thing everyone in my family learned is something called discipline, which means you have to be able to know what you're gonna get confidently every time you show up. Right. So the discipline is always gonna get you through it, get you through it, get you through it, and you don't waver. You just know what you're gonna get every single time. So that's the first thing I had to develop. Once I developed that, then I had to learn to develop what I call my pet rule which is pet patience because once you have the patience that means you're going to learn to develop you're going to be disciplined a little bit more then you have your endurance which means you're never going to give up your efforts always going to be there first in last out your effort is always going to be there never question then you have tolerance so every time you fall you're going to get right back up every time you fall you get right back up so nothing is ever going to keep you down the idea is to build momentum Issue is sometimes once we're bitten, we become shy. So the idea says we have to have the tolerance that once you have that in your pocket, you have this pet rule in your pocket, you're able to move past anything and then start to build more momentum to go in the direction of your choosing. So that's why we must have the discipline. And once we have the discipline, we apply this pet rule, then you're able to move forward with greater momentum. And then we we create a greater force.
3: We do. And This is going to be a life class tonight. I forgot to say that at the top of the show. So if you feel like you're getting this or you're missing any of it, but you want to get it, remember these shows all go into archive and tomorrow you can hear them all through Podbean and they're all there. So get your pens ready. If you're old school like me, I always have my pen ready because P-E-T, we just learned patience, endurance, tolerance. And what does that mean to you, our listeners tonight? Tweet me at Max Tucci and you can also Instagram me at Max Tucci. What's your Instagram, Herman? So it's
2: Herman. siu. S-I-U. S-I-U.
3: <laughs> okay, Herman.siu. So if you want to be part of this show and you want to know more, Instagram us, DM us, be a part of the conversation. It's a conscious conversation. So Herman, let's get into, you were talking about your grandparents and how your name, Hero. How do you say it in Chinese? Uh,
2: so my full Chinese name is Xiu Sun Hong. That's how you would pronounce it in Chinese.
3: Beautiful. So (laughs) how was your childhood and growing up with clearly people who saw a vision for you to be this hero? How was your childhood?
2: Well, picture Asian background, firstborn son, high standards, no mistakes allowed. So growing up, it was almost like (laughs) I don't want to say a full prison camp, but it was almost where (laughs) it could almost rival one. (laughs) And it was in a good way. Because growing up, I was a little mischievous. I was I, mischief was like my name, but it's because I wanted to experience. I wanted to learn. I learned so fast, so quickly, and so they were like, "Hey, hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta get discipline down earlier for this child." So growing up, it was always to make sure the first thing I had to learn to do was well. Herman's father trained Bruce Lee, so Herman saw a lot of the training, and so Herman wanted to emulate a lot of the things that my father was training. And my father was like, "No, no, no." First thing he gave was a pen. He's like, if you can't handle something that weighs next to nothing, I can't show you how to carry something that has an increased amount of force. So yeah. first thing was calligraphy. First thing was to make sure that you can handle yourself with this. And if you can handle yourself with this, then we could start implementing things of elevated or ac- accelerated growth. And so that's where I learned that's what I, what was the growth? The, the main focus was the discipline, the discipline, the discipline. So once you've learned that, then it's like, okay, now you got right in. but now we work on vocabulary. Now we work on making sure the posture, the breathing. Now we work on making sure like we work on some forms of martial arts. Now we start making form on uh, sports and how you apply that to leadership. Now you make sure how you apply that to school and math or English or, or languages or how you apply that to maybe in business, right? So it was like preparing me discipline, discipline, discipline so that when you grow up now, the whole idea was to always be a professional human. So that's the standard that I had mm. little, little, tiny kid. And so growing up, it was to be that professional human. And now when I look at some people, they say, well, what do you do? They only go to profession. It right. should be that way because that's not what you're defined as. That's at, very
3: right? American too. Correct. I Correct. learned that, you know, I grew up in Italy as well. So I've learned that a lot of Americans, it's right away. What do you do as yeah. opposed to why are you
2: here? <laughs> uh, and you see, I like to view it this way. We usually go by who, what, when, where, why, then we focus on the how. So we have to focus on the who. We have to establish that, polish that, refine that, make sure that the who we are is something that our parents are proud of, we are proud of, and that our ancestors and descendants that come after us are just as proud of us, right? Then the when is like the time in, okay? How long did it take for when we were here to when we got there? How long did it take someone before us? So we increase and reduce the timeline, but increase efficiency, right? So who, right? And then we want to make sure the what. So then the what is like, what do we stand for? What are our beliefs? What are we doing? What are we doing to make change? What are we doing to create impact? What are we doing to make the world a better place just because we exist, right? So the who, what, when, then the where. Where are we going to be in five years, ten years, five minutes, ten minutes? The where is going to say, you know what? That's the target. We want to make sure. Did we help this person get there? Did we help the world get there? Did we help the family get there, right? Then we focus on the why, See, a lot of people put the why too early. But if we don't know who we are or what we stand for, when it's going to get there, where we're going to go, we can't get to the why, right? Mm-hmm. And then the why says, OK, why are we doing this? Why is it say that this is our pull? Why do we believe in this so strongly? Why is it that this is something that we stand for? And then we get to the how, how to fix it, how to rectify it, how to, how to market it, how to build it, how to create it. Once we follow this pattern, like I said, then it's a lot easier to take the headspace out of it where Mm -hmm. we use more of the heart space to create it and then the soul space to fuel it.
3: Mm. I love that you say that because you also have a really beautiful video where you talk about how to love and how to align those three in order to really love. So let's talk about love before we talk about belief. Yeah. (laughs) Because I love love. Love is a beautiful thing. So when you say that there's three ways I don't want to say the video because I I just saw it quickly because I really don't. When I do interviews, I I want to meet you right here instead of watch videos (laughs) about you. So all I know is that when they said how to love, I'm like, don't tell me anymore. I know it's heart, head and soul. So how do we love? How do we really digest this moment in a time where hate is really like the energy is around? Yes. How do we unconditionally allow ourselves to love?
2: So when you love, you can say people love people in different ways or love things in different ways or people have learned love in different ways. But it all comes down to fundamentals. So let's break down the fundamentals. Mentally, do you love what you do? Do you love the person you're with? Do you love what's in your environment? Do you love that? So let's say you check off all that box mentally. But the issue is a lot of people mentally don't have the same uh, love where it's more in the heart space. So the mental space, the head space says, you know what, I like this, I like that, I love this, I like that. But then the heart space comes along and says, "Mm, maybe I like it today, maybe I don't like it tomorrow. Maybe I love this today, I love not that tomorrow. I love you today, maybe not, not love you tomorrow. So the heart space tends to have a lot of emotions that interfere with the head space. Head space says it wants logic, it wants facts, it wants figures, it wants... Uh, how do we say, like security, it wants to remind us of, or create and store those memories. So the headspace needs to be clear to say, you know what, is this good? Is this not so good? If it checks off the boxes, it's good? Okay, headspace is good. Heart space, Our emotions blind in us, the headspace now? Our emotions getting in the way? Are the things that are in our environment interfering or distracting the heart space from fully understanding or align, aligning? See, you see, once the headspace is clear, the heart space is clear, then the soul space loves unconditionally to a level that not many people can fully describe with words. Mm -hmm. It is just basically called joy. When mentally your head space is in a good space, it's clear, it's concise, it's empty. Heart space, it's clear, it's concise, it's empty, it knows exactly what it wants. Soul space is clear, it's concise, it's empty. So that once all three parts are open, clear, concise, and empty, then When you still love what's in front of you, say it's the person, say it's the wife or the husband or your children, when it's there, unconditional love happens because you love them on all three levels. You don't just love them because you feel a connection through the heart, but not through the head where you can't have a conversation. You don't just love someone for a conversation, but then you're not attracted to them because there's no pull inside by the heart. Mm. And then if there's nothing in the soul, which means sometimes You just know a person and you don't even just have to say anything. It's just the souls meet again from a previous life. You have all these different connections. And when you first learn to love, you have to make sure it's not confused with infatuation Mm -hmm. because infatuation will lie to us, it will blind us.
3: Mm -hmm. So clarity is a big thing. And for a lot of people, we live in an environment in America where clarity seems to be something that's not presented to us on a daily basis. And not just in the States, but in a lot of areas. So how do we a friend of mine, Ashru is who he's one of my max motivators, he does this really great clarity thing where he's like boom shakalaka, clarity, clear here now. How do we get clarity right here, right now?
2: Okay. So let's say you want to go propose or someone wants to go propose to the love of their life. What is the common thing they would buy to for that proposal? It depends. <laughs> a, a ring. A ring. Right? Okay. So in American culture and most culture, it's the right. ring. Curve. Okay, so let's say the ring. So what does the ring have? The ring has something called four Cs, correct? Okay. So the four Cs mean cut, color, clarity, carrot. So we say cut. Okay, let's cut everything that doesn't belong. Let's cut everything and let's cut through every single thing that that is dragging us down or distracting us. Let's cut everything that is making us not as efficient or optimized. So we cut, right? Then we get to the clarity, which means you can see clearly through it now that you've cut it. Now it got a little clearer, a little clearer, a little clearer. So now that it's gotten a little clearer, then we start to see better color. Now the when the color is able to go through the prism and then spark and share those different colors in the prism, the greater the, the cut, the greater the clarity, the greater the color. And once the greater the color, then the carrot is you, is what you shine with. So that's how we improve clarity is once we make sure we cut the things that don't belong, improve the vision, improve the focus, improve the color, then the carrot is worth just a little bit more.
3: Mm. Now, you know, patterns and pathology keep us from that's the cut. Sometimes we've got to cut the patterns and pathologies. So how are there ways to actually cut those patterns and pathologies from our from our mind and from our heart and from
2: our soul? So what's the hardest thing for humans to do, Max?
3: I'm going to say love <laughs> unconditionally, okay. like you said, with without having all, you know, loving from the heart, the mind and the soul. Those three.
2: Yes. Well, the hardest thing for humans to do in Chinese, we say feng sa, which means let go. OK. Once they acquire something, they feel they need to champion ah. and trophy that they don't want to let it go. That's why you go to a parent's house is full of clutter because they don't want to let anything go. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's why we must learn to let go, which means when we learn something, we have to always unlearn so then we yeah. can relearn, right? Let go, let go, let go so that the humility is always there so that everyone can learn at this at, at an expedient level at a much more faster rate. So we must learn to let go. So the first thing I recommend, look at all the things you're holding on to that are not useful, right? Mm. Maybe it's old clothes. Maybe it's a bunch of stuff that's sitting on the desk that has or a bunch of bills that just sit there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a bunch of papers that have no more value. Whatever it is, you gotta get rid of all the things that no longer right. belong so that they don't affect your vision, your clarity.
3: You know, and no. I always say if it doesn't give you joy, get rid of it. Exactly. You that. know, and that's the simplicity of of letting go. But why is it so hard for people to let go?
2: In Chinese, it's called attachment. So okay. Once you have too much of these attachments, those are things that create the suffering. And because of the suffering, we become stuck or attached to that said suffering. Once we've become attached to that suffering, because of all our past, I would say, experiences, they would create the negative or almost um. do we say the evidence as why we need to keep that suffering or why we need to keep that attachment because Mm -hmm. our parents did it. The grandparents did it. Right. So they say the apple doesn't fall from far from the trees because of these attachments that you've learned through habit, through environment, through all these different ways that they've shown you. We have to break these attachments only then and only then can these attachments be broken by letting go. And once they have learned to be let go, then we have more space to operate with. It's like let's say you want to take a photo or a video on your phone, Max but it's all maxed out. How are we going to take a photo or video? What must we do first? Delete words in the, in the memory. Exactly. <laughs> Why are
3: you speaking to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 93%, I have to go get a new phone tomorrow. <laughs> right?
2: It's too maxed out. So right. we must learn how to max out the right way, which means let's let go of things that are not necessary and only fill it up with things that are necessary.
3: Mm-hmm. So what is it that's necessary?
2: For each individual it's different? Correct. Because some things maybe it's maybe more of the pet. Maybe it's more of the mother. Maybe it's more of the father. Maybe it's more of, of the situation that they're going through that they want to re- remember for the rest of their life. But the idea is let go of the things of the pain, the past memories that are no longer helpful. Uh, let go of the, the clutter. Let go of the, the past. Mama. environments. Oh, yeah. exactly. That. The past environments. Let go of all the things that no longer bring you joy, like you said, because you have to maintain and protect the space that you have inside. What is it for you? For me? Well, what am I keeping or letting go of? Both okay so i let go of anything that's not efficient so i let go of making sure like i'm basically not on social media i'm basically not eating junk nothing in a box or a can i'm basically lean cut right so everything that i do has a very specific reason so that once i cut all the things that no longer belong specifically in western culture i'm able to be lean to make sure that the clarity is there like we said which means i'm able to harness greater gifts so a lot of gifts that people see me from is that i can look at someone know everything about them and they'd like we're gonna talk about that how is that even possible
3: you know i i love the frequency that we're on because my next question is what if someone could tell you everything about yourself would you believe them so we're on this synchronicity right here right now on max and friends my guest if you're tuning in is herman sue i'm grateful that he's here the book the hero in you every drop counts get the book right now i got it it's it's fabulous it's a great book and it's for me i always say i like to open the books wherever I tune into, I open myself up, and I say, just where do I need to be today? And you can do it with this book. The book is an oracle in a, in your pocket. So get the book, The Hero in You. So since you brought it up, Herman, what if someone could tell you everything about yourself? Would you believe them? Has someone told you everything about yourself?
2: No one has been able to. Really? And that's why I've trained in the skills and the talents and the gifts that I have, Max, was because I saw no one was able to. I had to make myself... Refine these gifts and make sure they were not lost, but polish them and make sure they were at an elite level. So that when I go into a sports team, or into a company, or into a business, Fortune 100, 500, or go in to talk to just the average person on the street, I have to be able to know to identify what are the outliers, what are the weaknesses, what are the pros, what are the cons, and see through all the fluff, all through the red tape, all the all the stuff that has interfered and distracted, and just get to the source and to the core, and then see what is disrupting that core or what's promoting that core. Mm. So you get
3: to the clarity of things,
2: of course. The, the diamond, clarity right? of things,
3: the diamond. I love it. Look, it's just we're like tangling right through this interview. I love it. It's not even an interview. It's just a great conscious conversation. So, has anyone tried to challenge you by saying you can't tell
2: me everything about myself? Many, many times, especially in person. And why is that? Because they don't believe it. They don't think that that is humanly possible. And why don't they believe it? Because they've never seen it before. They will never believe what they've never seen before, Max. And then after you, do you call it read them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so after we have that experience or we have that read as we call it, uh-huh. uh, they're able to see things on a different plane of consciousness that they were not able to see before. So you shift the paradigm. That's exactly it. And it's to shift it to where they are now shifted, that they can enhance everything in their environment or their circles or their people, where they're not going to just be stuck on one close minded way.
3: Okay. So, you know, I like to be the the guinea pig here on Max and Friends before people say, well, I heard it on your show, but you didn't do it. So do you want to read me? (laughs) I'm open to it. Yeah. And here's why I'm open to it, because by me being open to it, it we become not only just listening, we become into a whole the seventh plane of, okay. Max is comfortable. If he's comfortable, then I'll do it. So I like to to let people experiment on me so that others can get what I'm receiving. So let's do it. Are you
2: ready? I am. Okay. So like I said, it's just a conversation. It's not criticism. It's not judgment. It's just having a conversation, right? I got it. Okay. First area of weakness is your large intestine, which means your bowels are a little slow. Because of that, that will cause us to feel a little bloated sometimes when we eat. I feel sometimes we carry a little bit more than we usually do. So you have to be very careful. The large intestine, if it's not lubricated properly and we don't have enough fiber, things tend to back up like traffic. It's like in LA. You just take one lane out. What happens five kilometers or five miles back? Mm Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Traffic. <laughs> exactly.
2: So that's why you have to be very careful with your large intestine. OK, uh, you have to watch how your lungs are in terms of lung capacity for oxygen. Sometimes what happens is you get so excited and when you speak, you don't breathe enough. And when that happens, then it gets a flutter right in the heart area. And that's because the heart's saying, hey, you're asking me to do a lot, but I need a little something in return. And so it needs a little bit more oxygen in that area. Next, you got to be very cautious in terms of the grease and the oil sometimes in the food. The stomach tends to not like the spice and the grease and the oil. If it has too much of that, the stomach tends to flare up and then you feel more pressure that goes up to the heart area again. You have to be very careful with that. If you were to get up from your seat and run to the closest traffic like Herman Speed and then run all the way back to your seat Herman Speed, your breath is going to be like this and your heart's going to flutter like this, right? And that's to tell you that the heart, the the arteries itself is starting to have plaque where the oxygen and the blood can't flow through as much and it will develop into something known as an arrhythmia, which means an irregular heartbeat if certain changes are not made. Next, you're starting to lose some of your flexibility in the shoulder region, specifically like this. If you don't make some changes in the diet and make some changes, the flexibility will will go from the shoulders and then it starts to go down, just like gravity. So you have to be very careful with that because when you put so much pressure on yourself, Max, sometimes you don't realize this, you feel the weight of your shoulders are on you. The weight of the world is on your shoulders. And so you wear it, you wear it, you wear it. And then when you wear it, it goes down to the lower back. And then when it goes down to the lower back, then it goes to your knees. So sometimes you will notice when you sit for too too long in a chair that's not yours, you will immediately feel it. And that will tell you that the kidney is a little weak. And so we have to make sure your energy, your chi has to be invigorated. If not, then it'll be very difficult for Max to have that same exuberant presence, right?
0: Mm. Next.
2: Got to be very careful when you go to sleep and you grind on the right side of your mouth specifically where your molars are. Got to be very careful of the grinding in that. What happens is if you're not careful, if you go see the dentist and then they will start to show you the weaker areas where your teeth are, specifically focus on the right side because of the grinding where the mandible and maxilla meet. You got to be very careful of that. There's a lot of tension in that area. Got to be very cautious of that. Okay. Next, you got to be very, very cautious of making sure the circulation is promoted in the body. If you were to go to, say, Arctic and you walked into the cold, or let's say you go to Canada on like a, a cold day, okay, you will start to notice that the fingers and toes immediately get numb like that. You got to be very careful with your circulation. One thing that will increase and promote circulation is the ability to understand what causes the the problem with it and what promotes it. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make some changes to ensure like the, the promotion of that circulation can Be enabled and cannot be hindered, so to speak. Next, you have to make sure enough oxygen gets up to here. Sometimes what happens is you put so much on your plate, Max. Sometimes you forget little things. Sometimes when you forget those little things, then it's like, oh, that's nothing. But we have to be very careful because this is the first sign that says, you know what? We need to get a little sharper. This tool needs to be a little sharper. This tool needs to get a little more polished and refined. Otherwise, if we just let it go, then you use it. Or you lose it. So you have to make sure you're refining and sharpening all of these tools. Next you have to be very cautious with the lower back where, you, where your tailbone is. So did you fall or did you have a fall when you were younger? Yeah, I fell off my horse. Yeah, so the tailbone what happened is the bone didn't completely fuse. So when it didn't completely fuse, when you sit in a chair that's not yours, like I said, it will grind and grind and it will almost hurt to the point that it gives like a shoot shock. And you got to be very careful in that because in later accelerated age, if you don't make some changes, then the back where the spine, where the tailbone is, it can cause major trouble and it will hinder your mobility. Do you follow?
3: I follow. Nice. And just we'll pause for the next real quick. Because what I want our listeners to know is my guest tonight is Herman's you. We're doing a reading on me and I have never met you. I think this is important for everyone to know. We've never spoken before. This is the first time I'm seeing you. You're seeing me. And the reason why I'm seeing my listeners is because we're on a Skype call and I never do Skype. You could ask Gordana if you're not. She's been trying to get me to do this forever. And I felt today was the day that Herman and I need to speak Skype to Skype, eye to eye. So you all know he's never met me. And so far, we got we to gotta talk about cause and effect. But let's get into next
2: okay so next (laughs) you have to watch your joints max you got to be very careful of the excessive salt content sometimes in the food Uh, you have to be very careful of the excessive sometimes white sugar Uh, sometimes they're hidden in things so when i'm saying hidden sometimes you don't realize they have so many different names for sugar but you look at the packages i don't see sugar but it has so many different names. So we have to be a little careful not to have too many things that are processed or impacts. We wanna have real clean food, right? So when we talk real clean food, they don't have the nutrition facts on them because they are nutrition themselves, <laughs> you understand? So yeah. I'm speaking food to you because I know you like food, but yeah. see, we have to understand that food is medicine, right? It's not just of just pleasure and convenience. So if we can match that the right type of medicine and then we match the right type of convenience to know what's energetically good for the person, all of a sudden you don't have ailments and disease. And that's what I do. I want to make sure we have the right food, we have the right fuel, you have the right outcome. Then the results go through the roof.
3: Mm. And it's true. And you know, I once did a show a long time ago where we spoke about calories and calories and Americans are so concerned about calories that they're not concerned about nutrition. Yeah. So we have to replace calories with nutrition, I think is really a great way to, to promote what you just said so that people who are listening tonight realize like, Don't look at the calories, look at the nutrition. That's the most important thing. So I appreciate, I appreciate you bringing that up. And, you know, it's interesting because right away, I'm sure that people who hear this about themselves, that there's a spike in anxiety, right? Because it's like, what does all this mean, right? And I've been writing it down. And again, like your father who gave you a pen, my father gave me a pen. So write things down because then you can see them again. And then it's like, okay, so cause and effect what's causing this? How is it affecting me? Every action has a reaction. What Mm -hmm. can I do now to change that?
2: So for everyone is different. You understand, this part, right? So Mm -hmm. no two cars are necessarily made the same.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So for you specifically, Max, you have to reduce any form of acidity because, you know, the body's more alkaline. But when you put a lot of things that are acidic inside, it may taste good. It may look good. But the body says it is not good for me. (laughs) so we have to listen to the body so we we need to reduce the acidity and go more on the alkaline side which means Mm -hmm. that's where we're aligning the vibrations of every cell in the body so that they are not going to be attacked 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 see when you have too much of the acidity in the body it's attacking all the cells at a cellular and energetic level so then they're not at peace so then when they're not at peace, they're not going to rejuvenate or regenerate at 100%. And then they go to the weakest point of your body, Max. And then that's when that's when we would have dead cells or abnormal growth. So that's why we have to be very cautious and ensure that once we are energizing these cells with alkaline or we're energizing these cells with the right type of nutrition, then once we are doing so, we have to make sure we're not putting in any more of the poison or any more of the acidity to counter what you're you're fixing or repairing. Mm, I got it. Makes sense. That <laughs> make makes it?
3: perfect sense. Yes, I appreciate it. So yeah. now, if someone's tuning in and they're like, "Hey, I want to get this done," how can they do that?
2: Uh, they can contact me via Instagram. They can text me, right? They can DM me. They can Facebook message me, right? They can do any any which way. Perfect. And again, the Instagram is at
3: herman.siu for all of you who are tuning in. And like, what's your Instagram? And you don't want to go back to the show. I know my listeners. <laughs> so Herman, <laughs> let's do. um You know what? Let's play a song so that we could both take a breath. And um, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about beliefs, thoughts, words, action, habits, and values. Sounds good?
2: Sounds, Sounds good.
3: good. All right. So, Ronan, can we get Lead Me to the Water by my one of my besties, Sharon Agati, Sharon Gatow? She's in London right now, and I'm just bringing her onto the airwaves because I love her. So, right now, Lead Me to the Water on Max and Friends. We'll be right back. I'm your host, Max Suchi, for Max and Friends.
1: a tree, hypnotically reminds
3: Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to the show. So that was Sharon Agatine. Lead me to the water. And Sharon sings there, Are You Afraid to Learn? Well, if you are, let's disrupt that pattern of pathology right now, right here on Max and Friends, because my guest Herman Sue, the author of The Hero in You, is joining me. And we're going to talk about speed round right now. Some fun stuff. We were talking about purpose. We've been talking about so much. So if you feel like you've missed any of the show and you want to get into it, remember that the archives are here at LATalkRadio.com backslash max and of course tomorrow on all the pod beans and all the podcasting platforms it's a good show it's a good show and i'm grateful that you're all here and i'm grateful that herman is here so herman let's do a lightning round of words sounds good let's do it okay so i'll ask you a word and then what does it mean to you
2: okay belief everything thoughts works from belief words words powerful tools actions Everything that allows us to get from where we want to where we are to where we want to be. Habits. Habits are where you're actually gonna do something great to support those or you're gonna do something that's not gonna support them. Values. Values are where you develop something over time. It's the refinement, it's the polishing. Destiny. Destiny is what everybody wants, but they're not willing to do everything you just asked me to do. Determines to you. <laughs> Herman you. he's the person that people have been missing. That's what everyone tells me.
3: <laughs> I love it. That was a fun lightning round. So Destiny is, I love Destiny because we've got to do our work. I mean, that's the simplicity of life. You know, it's easy to sit back and be spoiled and to, you know, be treated in a way where things are brought to us. It's nice, but we've got to do our work. So yeah. how do you, how do you suggest we start, doing our
2: work for those who have trouble doing their work first off i don't call it work because as soon as you call it work the Uh the mind, brain works to go into pressure right it goes into like deadlines and pressure i call it play because you look at some of the hardest working athletes they're playing they're not working but they're playing in their head so that they can continue to work harder right but it's play that's what we have to learn so that your brain doesn't get tricked into not doing the work because as soon as it's just heard as work, brain shuts down. If it hears play, it wants more because it reminds them of the child when they learn the easiest and the fastest. Our inner child crying out,
3: play, (laughs) (laughs) right? No, I love it. You know, When I'm here with Gordana Bernat, her book is hashtag know the truth. We talk about the inner child. And if you ask an adult to be a pirate, they don't know what that means. And when you ask a child, they got their sword waving around and it's like, that's what a pirate is to them. So how do we get, how do we shift the paradigm And how do we unknow what we know in order to learn what we need to learn?
2: And that's where a lot of people go wrong. They search everywhere outside, but they don't really want to search inside first to get to know you. So we don't know Max yet or we don't know Herman yet. And so if we keep searching outside and we haven't really found ourselves yet, then Mm -hmm. we're going to follow a lot of things that don't necessarily help us. It'll just get us to one shore to the next shore to the next shore but we're not really getting to the to the destination we're going to through the area code or the zip code but we don't have the address and so that's why belief is so strong and so name a belief that you have max and then we'll do an example and i'll share with you what a belief actually is
3: so for me i believe that where i am right now is exactly where i'm supposed to be
2: that's good that's a good belief don't (laughs) get me wrong but see a belief has to have three
3: parts okay now The word but means forget what I just said. Now listen to what I'm going (laughs) to say. So what? I need to know this. Tell me.
2: (laughs) So it must have three parts. It must have a beginning. It must have a middle, which is almost like the story. And it must have an end. So let's say love is the belief. You believe we should all love each other. Okay. But. It can't be it can't be just that it has to be more than that otherwise it would never hit home it would just hit here the headspace it doesn't go deeper to the heart space to be felt and then it doesn't go deeper to the soul space to be created do you understand okay got you okay so in love you say okay that's the beginning you believe in love okay why because you believe that once more people have enough love then we can change the world and impact the world at a greater pace great that's a belief do you understand right but if it's just love itself stuck in the headspace, not felt as strong in this heart space, and then the soul space was never able to create that impact. So how do we get
3: unstuck from the headspace?
2: Ah, that's where you have to stop being so analytical and stop stop using your eyes to watch and compare everything and really use them to go inward and project inward to see what are things we can cut, things that are not necessary, things that we can improve.
3: Mm-hmm. So cut, clarity, color, carrot. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, you know, there's a pet peeve of mine when people say think outside the box. No, you have to think inside the box. You have you, <laughs> you are, you are, you are all that is. We are all <laughs> here. We are all divine. And I always say I am of the I am. So when we need to look elsewhere and outside the box, what we're doing is short circuiting our capability to already know the
2: answers to our life. Would you agree? I would agree with that. And we have to align ourselves with better. Quality in the environment. Who also look inside and project inside, so that once you are around that, then that nurtures your garden, that nourishes your garden. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. You know, our really, we our tribe, our people, our friends. You know, it's
3: if we only selected our friends like we did our lovers, I think we would have such a more tight knit group of of people in our life. You know, and that's the the block button is great. <laughs> the block button is great. But so cleaning out the, our lives and getting that clarity. You're gonna to have to join me again because I know we're running out of time. That's so we'll have to do a part two. But as far as cleaning, you know, I feel there's really an energy of cleaning right now because people have been home so long that we're clearing out our space, which is all great. But once we've cleared out the space, how do we clear out our mind to enjoy the space?
2: Well, you cannot use the same mind that was with the clutter to enjoy this, the the empty space, do you understand? Absolutely. You have to literally fire the old self to create a new prototype. Yeah, that's it, the only way it's going to work.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. It's all shifting the paradigm. But for people who don't understand what that means, yes. I you know how many DMs I get. Like, what are you? Ta- what does shift the paradigm mean? <laughs> what is this all? What it? What is this that you're talking about? And I'm sure people are listening tonight and saying, you know what, this is a great show, but you're all crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And and this is all just talk, 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 talk. But that's why we're here on the radio, because we're talking about things that right now might not be shifting your paradigm. But late in the midnight hour, something's going to change. Don't you agree, Herman? I would agree
2: with you on that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Because I love getting people. I love when I get DMs and people are like, I love listening to the show, but I didn't understand it. So what is it that you want people to really understand about
2: our show today? Well, think of it that once you fully learn to understand, and when I say understand, it means no ego in the way, no emotions in the way, no interference, no distractions. That's the only way you can understand. Once you fully understand something, then you take that understanding and you help others understand at a greater rate so that once you've learned a lesson, you cut the learning curve for other people, help them understand. And that's how we unify. And when we unify, we create a community. When we create a community, that's how we are able to stand up together. That's how we're able to create everlasting change.
3: And change is good. I love. And, you know, I always say change doesn't change until you change. Mm-hmm. So and then we have to make that personal change doesn't change until I change change. <laughs> All right. My my listeners tonight. So if you're tuning in, my guest is Herman Sue, the book, the hero in you get it right now. You have in the book towards the end of the chapters reflections. Why is it so important to have reflections and to reflect?
2: And when should we do it? Three part question. <laughs> well, think of it like we need to be our personal accountant. So you have an accountant. The accountant has to give you an account statement or a balance sheet. So that's why reflection is so important. We have to always take a personal account in what is an asset, what is a liability. And then we have to learn to trim the liabilities, increase the assets, so then we gain leverage. Once we have leverage and we have leverage on our side, we have more control over what we can do with our life. It is when we have too many liabilities and not enough assets, Max, that's when we lose the leverage and we give up all the control and we give up all the control. Then it's very difficult to get out of that hole or very difficult to get out of that pickle, as someone will call it.
3: mm-hmm and pickles are good, but when they're in a barrel. <laughs> Don't <laughs> be in the barrel. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to have to wrap this show up. Will you join me again? Of
2: course, Max. All I'm right. Here.
3: We will reach out to you. We'll make it a plan. And if it works out accordingly, then possibly we could have you on the next Sunday. But just so you all know the transparency of this show, I'm getting ready to go to Colorado, everybody. You know, that's where my breathing space is. So with that said, we're pre-recording shows. So... I like to be transparent so you don't think like, oh, I'm listening tonight. And if I said something where it's like, well, that doesn't make sense for tomorrow, that's why. <laughs> but with that said, please go get the book, The Hero in You, so that the next time you tune in, you understand even more what Herman and I are talking about because there really is a hero in you. I believe it. Herman believes it. And if you need yourself to believe it, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you and there is a hero in me. Herman, what do you want people to take with them into this week? With
2: uh, let go of everything that doesn't belong, and only put in what does, well, what is actually necessary, and become efficient, optimize. It's like picture you have an app. You press the app on the phone, but it opens up all the wrong apps. It opens up not the right app, or it takes 10 minutes to open that app. It's not optimized, right? So we like it for convenience. So same thing. We have to work towards that convenience, which means we have to get rid and refine ourselves. get rid of the things that are not, not necessary, refine ourselves so that when we press that app and we access that says, you know what, how do I do this? Or when the obstacle shows up or the test shows up, how am I going to do that? How am I going to overcome that? You go back to your experience and you say, eat. That's how we do it because you've done it before. Just right now, most people are going through extreme market research and that's where we learn the most. And sometimes people can't handle that.
3: And we need to update the app
2: <laughs> software so we right. can then update the hardware and then we can process and become like one one refined machine. Absolutely. I love
3: it. So I opened the book, The Hero in You. And what I want you all to take with you this week, my listeners, our listeners, is a quote from a trend from. Herman's book. The best teachers are those who show you where to look, but don't tell you what to see. With that said, I want you all to, like we say on The Polished Woman with Jessica Bunovac every Monday, the show that I produce on LA Talk Radio at one o'clock, give love to the next person you see. Take that with you into this week and also give love to yourself. Allow yourself to love yourself. And then when you love yourself, give that love to others. I love you all for tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Max Tucci from Max and Friends. Good night and good karma.